With all that's happening today in Israel and the Middle East, you should be reading Israel My Glory magazine. Now, if you're not already a subscriber, you can get a one-year free subscription. That's six free issues of timely, insightful articles on trends that affect Israel and the Christian world. You can do all of this by going to foiradio.org. Welcome to the Friends of Israel Today. I'm Steve Conover, and with me is our host and teacher, Chris Katolka. The Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry has a history of bringing relief to Israel, and that's why today on our Ministry Highlights episode, Chris is going to talk with Dr. Jim Showers, Executive Director of the Friends of Israel, about our Israel Relief Fund and the ways you can give to bless the nation of Israel. And friends, I know that you will be encouraged by what Jim has to say about the Israel Relief Fund, but first the news. I have two important issues in the news that concern Jerusalem. The first is this. As you probably know already, the U.S. has announced that it plans to move the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Well, recently the Trump administration announced that the ribbon-cutting ceremony is scheduled for May 14th, 2018, which is also Israel's Independence Day. This will mark 70 years since the establishment of the State of Israel. Also, in Jerusalem, a recent archaeological find has unearthed a very significant artifact. Archaeologist Elliot Mazur of the Hebrew University announced that her team found a seal from the first temple period. That's the temple that Solomon built with a phrase that says this, belonging to Isaiah the prophet. Now, an ancient seal was a hardened clay stamp that would be used to impress a title and a name on another piece of soft clay. And and I like to think of it as an ancient business card. But this is such an important find because there's no record of Isaiah's name outside of the Bible, especially from the first temple period. This clay seal is once again more physical proof that the stories and people we read about in the Bible were real and that our Bible is reliable and historically accurate. Many of you know us, uh, our our ministry, the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry, probably through our flagship magazine, Israel My Glory, uh, which is a fantastic magazine, a great way to find out what's going on in the Christian world and what's happening in Israel and how we see uh, Israel through a biblical worldview. Uh, or, Or maybe some of you only know the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry through our radio program. We love our listeners. We love you. We thank you for listening. But you know, if you only know us through our magazine or our radio program, you're only getting a small slice of who we are as the Friends of Israel. We are a ministry that's been around for almost 80 years. And we are a global ministry, and that's why we love our ministry highlight days. And I can think of nobody better to have in this studio 
than Dr. Jim Showers, the executive director of the Friends of Israel. Jim, great to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for inviting me, Chris. Of course. You're always invited, Jim. And, you know, uh, the Friends of Israel has, as, as you know, many, many, many ministries around the world. And we like always like to say the sun never sets on the ministries of the Friends of Israel. And so... Um, today we're going to talk about a particular ministry that I think is near and dear to your heart because it's near and dear to the Friends of Israel and our mission statement and who we are, our DNA, um, and that's the Israel Relief Fund. Can you share a little bit with our listeners about uh, what the Israel Relief Fund is? Sure, Chris. I'd love to. It's a ministry I'm excited to be a part of because it is very close to my heart. It's close to my heart because it's very close, I believe, to God's heart. And Israel Relief uh, is nothing new. It really goes back to the founding of this ministry. And as you said so well, it's really part of our DNA. It's part of what makes us who and what we are. Back when this ministry was founded in 1938, it was founded to provide relief for the refugees, the Jewish refugees who were fleeing the Holocaust in Europe. We initially were helping Jewish people to uh, immigrate out of Germany and come to the U.S., but we were also helping so many who had already left but were destitute. So from our beginning, we've been a part of providing relief to the Jewish people. You know, when the war ended in 1945, we refocused to going back into Europe to help Jewish people who had survived the Holocaust, who had tremendous needs, and also getting involved in uh, what was happening in Israel as it was growing and soon to become a nation. And we have continued that tradition of relief for Israel. Uh, and the Israel Relief Fund today uh, has really grown into something very significant. That's amazing. And, you know, it's great that you're talking about this. And I think the Israel Relief Fund is an incredibly important ministry of the Friends of Israel. But, you know, h- how does it actually fit into the the mission, the history of who we are as a ministry, the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. Well, it really gets to the heart of who we are in, in being obedient to God and his word. In Genesis twelve three, a verse that, that many of our listeners, I'm sure, are familiar with, God says, I'm going to bless those who bless you, and I'll curse him who curses you. And while that was a promise given to Abraham and to his descendants through the promise, It's instructive to you and I as Gentiles. God's intention for you, for me, for every Gentile, whether they're a Christian or not, is to bless Israel. And one of the things that we should love is anything that God loves. In Jeremiah 31.3, God says he loves Israel with an everlasting love. So if God loves Israel with an everlasting love, I should love them likewise with an everlasting love. And I find it interesting, you know, people can say, well, what does it mean to bless Israel? I get that question from time to time. And it's a great question because God says, I will bless those who bless you. And we know in the Hebrew, the word blessing is an active word. It means we have to do something. It's not just enough to acknowledge that the Jewish people are God's uh, uniquely chosen nation. We have to tangibly or physically do something to help them to be a blessing. And so in Matthew 25, when Jesus was answering the question of his disciples of what would occur when he returned the next time, he discloses that when he comes back the next time, he's going to judge the nations. What is he going to judge them for? He's going to judge them for the way they have treated 
the Jewish people. That's right. Jesus is going back to essentially Genesis chapter 12. Exactly. He's, this is pointing back to Genesis 12, 3. This is the basis on which God can judge the nations because he told them back at the beginning, you are to bless these uniquely chosen people. And if you do that, I'll bless you. That's what he tells us. And so they say, they say to, you know, and he says to him, whenever you've done it to the least of my brothers, his brothers are the Jewish people. He's Jewish. Yeah, that's right. And to the audience he's speaking to, that's the only thing they could have understood. He's speaking to Jewish people. But here's the standard of judgment by which he is, he is going to pass judgment upon them. He says, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was naked, you give me clothes to wear. When I was a stranger, you took me in. When I was sick, you came and helped me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. And this is a verse that's usually used, and rightfully so, to, to encourage people to uh, support other programs, to support the needy, to, you know, a lot of uh, uh, Christian organizations use this verse, uh, which is great. But the actual meaning of it, the actual original intent of Matthew 25 is actually for the Jewish people. Yes. And and um, when we go back to Genesis 12, 3, the blessing, the cursing, there's a third part to that verse that often is ignored, but it explains why we're to bless the Jewish people and not curse them. Because God says through Abraham, he is going to bless all the families of the earth. And Paul tells us in Galatians 3 that when God said that, he was foreseeing the gospel would be taken through the Jewish people to the Gentiles. We bless the Jewish people because God's going to bless you and I and the whole world through his plan of redemption that comes only through the Jewish people. And it is why God says don't curse them. Because when you curse the Jewish people, what you can do simply by just speaking against them, you're not cursing just them. You're cursing God in his plan of redemption. God takes that seriously. Very seriously. And and I think that's uh, uh, really why it ties in so well into the heartbeat of who we are at the Friends of Israel. Because, you know, I love how you tied it right to the scriptures. You know, God says Israel is the apple of his eye. It's a very sensitive thing to him, something very important. And we take that very seriously. And, you know, I, I, we were having this conversation about Genesis 12 earlier on. And, and you were saying, you know, this oftentimes, I, I think the church misses the concept that this verse isn't just talking about Christians ministering to Jewish people. It's talking about the whole Gentile world ministering to the Jewish people. Yes, it is. And, you know, giving for a Christian to give to the Israel Relief Fund, I believe, is an expression of our appreciation for all that the Jewish people have done for us. They gave us God's word. They preserved that word. They gave us a Messiah who delivered himself up for our sake so that we could have life eternal with God. And then they took that message not only to the Jewish people, but to the world. And you and I are recipients of that blessing. That's amazing. Isn't it? Friends, listen, this is what I want you to do. Uh, We're going to come back in a moment after our break here. And uh, Jim and I are going to talk a little bit about what the Israel Relief Fund does 
uh, you know, when you give money to the Israel Relief Fund through the Friends of Israel, we want to let you know where that money is going and how it is blessing Israel and the Jewish people. So I want you to stick around. I want you to be sure to go to foiradio.org, and there you can find out more information about our Israel Relief Fund and our gift catalog on all the ministries of the Friends of Israel. But I want you to be sure to stick around to hear what Jim has to say about where these funds are going to bless Israel and the Jewish people. The Israel Relief Fund saves lives all over the country of Israel. Through this fund, we have been able to build bomb shelters in vulnerable areas, help to free men and women who are trapped in lives of drug addiction or prostitution, and provide alternatives to abortion so mothers will choose life over death. We've been listening to Chris and Jim talk about our Israel Relief Fund, and we heard Jim stress the importance of Genesis 12:3, where we find, I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. When you give to the Israel Relief Fund, know that your gift goes to help save lives both physically and spiritually. Donate today and be a blessing to Israel. Visit foiradio.org. That's foiradio.org. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Dr. Jim Showers. If you're just joining us, uh, Dr. Showers is the executive director of the Friends of Israel. Uh, he's casting the vision for the Friends of Israel now, and he's a dear friend, and I'm really glad to have him in studio. We're talking about the Israel Relief Fund, something that's near and dear to Jim's heart, to my heart, and to the heart of the Friends of Israel. And and Jim, we were just talking about the biblical imperative to, su- to support Israel and the Jewish people, to supply relief to them. But I want to ask you, why would someone want to give to the Israel Relief Fund? And, and can I ask, you and I talked about this, and you said to me, Chris, people want to pray for Israel when something happens um, to them. But I love what you said about our our, our uh, listeners, what, what our constituents are like. They don't just want to pray. They actually want to do something tangibly for Israel. Why would somebody want to do that with the Israel Relief Fund? Well, first of all, the simple answer is I think it's one of the most practical ways we can live out Genesis 12:3. You know, if I have a choice to choose God's blessing or God's cursing, I'd rather be on the side of blessing any day. And I think everybody else would be too. So one of the ways you, you participate in the blessing of God in blessing Israel is to give to the Israel Relief Fund. One of the reasons it's such a... Um, a valuable thing to do is because the overhead cost is very low. 
97 cents out of every dollar given goes directly to the Jewish people. And the three cents, uh, the other three cents simply goes to cover the cost for us to be able to meet with the organizations that receive the money to ensure as a good steward that the monies are being used properly. So we keep the overhead to a minimum. We make sure that a majority of the money is used exactly as it's given. And it's important for our people to know you're not just picking people out of the out of the uh, blue. You are actually going to Israel, shaking hands with these yes. organizations. And that's a real connection that they have with the Friends of Israel then. And we have many, having been involved in Israel for so many years, we have many contacts in Israel. So we know where the money is needed and how to get it to where it really helps the everyday Israeli. And I can tell you this, it makes a difference in their lives mm. because they express that to us. So let's talk. I mean, I'm sure people are anxious to know. We've been building it up. What kind of programs does the Israel Relief Fund support uh, in Israel? Well, to help with that, Chris, let me break it down into thirds. Approximately one third of it goes to emergency and health care and human rights. So we support, for example, Magan David Adam, which is the Red Cross of Israel. They provide uh, all the ambulance service in Israel and 90% of the blood supply uh, is collected and provided through Magan David Adam. So, you know, it's the blood of Christ that saved us. In a small, tangible way, we're helping collect blood and provide life-saving services to, to Israelis through the support we give to Magan David Adam. Uh, another very important organization that we support is the Jerusalem Institute of Justice, which represents the rights of women and children uh, and the religiously oppressed. You know, women and children are often ignored victims in the Middle East today, particularly in Israel, uh, and more so in the Arab communities than in the Jewish communities. But this organization uh, is helping with those kind of needs. Another third of it goes to the protection and recovery work in Israel. And what we mean by that, uh, we, we have placed uh, over 25 shelters, missile shelters, in Gaza, in, in, in the north near the Lebanese border, to help people have protection from the missiles that are being fired in. So these are Israeli communities on the border of the Gaza yes. Strip that we are supplying money more than how many did you say more than 25 that's because last time i heard it we were to 13 or 14 so we've done a lot in you know just a, about a year or so we've added more uh shelters yes. right on the border of gaza in israeli cities yes those are critically important because the missiles if they strike a home most homes aren't designed to be able to withstand that force and people die if they're in the homes. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to put shelters within a distance, the time they have is anywhere from 15 seconds to a minute or so to find shelter. And I remember one day we were there visiting one of the shelters we put in. Every shelter that we place, there's a plaque that says, this is a gift to you from the Christian friends of the Friends of Israel in, uh, in the U.S. And there was a father that came up to us, and he told us, this incredible story of when the siren went off one day, he was giving his daughter, his young daughter, a bath, and he just wrapped her up in a towel and ran outside and across the street into one of these shelters. And, you know, he was in tears just expressing his gratitude of what that meant to him and his daughter to know that they had a safe place to go at a time when the enemies of Israel are trying to kill innocent people. And I think it's important, too, Jim, for our listeners to hear what you said, the Christian friends of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. These are the Christians. So we're not claiming uh, no. that it's it's from us. It's from you, our listeners, who are supporting our Christian friends who are It's supporting. our ministry partners, our listeners, who give to the Israel Fund. We're only the stewards. That's right. 
we pass the money through and we make sure it goes to worthy causes and really meets the needs of Israelis. But it's not our money. It's the money of our supporters, of our donors. Um, One of the uh, organizations we help is a drug prostitution rescue uh, ministry. And I've stood on the streets and alleys of Tel Aviv helping drug addicts and trying to minister to them. It's a very, very challenging, challenging work. But uh, that's another way we're helping. Uh, And the other third of it, Chris, goes towards social service needs. That includes education for needy children, support for young adults who are serving uh, to protect Israel, helping pro-life and family service agencies. Uh, So many things that we're doing, we help children from uh, broken homes be able to get a good education. Uh, we're helping with the Moses Project, which uh, supports the cost of for a newborn child for the first year, so that mothers have an option. I love to that keep name the too. child. Uh, yeah, it's a great, great <laughs> concept, uh, isn't it? Uh, we're helping those that nobody else will help. Yeah, uh, family needs, uh, and so that's a tremendous. Uh, help to the Jewish people. There's so many needs, and of course, there's never enough funds to help everyone. So we have to make really valued choices. And, and you know, I I, I want to say this. You know, oftentimes we say if you really want to support Israel, one of the best things you can do is go to Israel with us on one of our up to Jerusalem trips. But you know, uh, this is even more of a tangible way that you can help Israel. You know, talking about the least of these. Uh, in Israel. And that is a real thing. You can almost imagine Jesus himself stooping down to his people and helping them where their need is. And that's really who we want to be. So many of his miracles did exactly that. Yes. Helped with their physical needs. So it's part of God's plan, I believe, to take care of a very special nation. And you know, Chris, um, somebody may say, well, you know, what what are you going to do going forward with the Israel Relief Fund? Well, I can tell you, looking back over the last five years, and it was five years ago we first put the Israel Relief Fund on our website so people could give to it. We don't really promote this fund heavy. It's it's there for people to give to. And I can tell you, it's just, to me, it's a miracle. But over the last five years, we've had $1.5 million come through that fund that have been passed on to Israel. Phenomenal. And I'm just amazed by that number. But, you know, what we do going forward is really up to our listeners because they're the ones that that give to the Israel Relief Fund. We're, we are, as I said, just the stewards of the fund. It is our listeners who give their resources and sacrifice so that we can help people in Israel. So as long as they give, we will help the hungry, the thirsty, the naked, the strangers, the sick, and the imprisoned in Israel. Wow. Jim, great to talk with you. We've been talking with Dr. Jim Showers, Executive Director of the Friends of Israel, and I, I think you can hear in his voice The Israel Relief Fund is near and dear to his heart because it's near and dear to God's heart. And so, folks, if you want to participate, if you want to partner with us through the Israel Relief Fund, I encourage you to go to our website, foiradio.org, and there you'll find a link that you can connect to that will direct you right to our Israel Relief Fund. Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate the opportunity.
Chris, as we close, it was so great to have Jim in the studio earlier today and hear all of the wonderful things the Friends of Israel is doing to supply relief to Israelis through the Israel Relief Fund. Do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, I just want to remind our listeners what Jim said earlier in the program. He said that the word for blessing is a word of action, something that you do. And if you really want to bless Israel, as Genesis 12, 3 says to do, then I want to encourage you to give to our Israel Relief Fund by going to our website, foiradio.org. We certainly hope you prayerfully consider giving a gift today. Our host and teacher is Chris Gatolka. Today's program was produced by Tom Galeon, engineered by Bob Beebe, co-written by Sarah Fern, Mike Kellogg read Apples of Gold. Our theme music was composed and performed by Jeremy Strong, and I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. The Friends of Israel Today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide Christian ministry communicating biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while fostering solidarity with the Jewish people. 